0: Podcast with Alaska, Curly Castro, and Zilla Rock.
1: Hey, everybody! Welcome back to another episode of Call Out Culture. Shablow, uh, shablow! I'm here. This is Alaska. I'm here with Curly Castro. Uh, Zilla Rock is on vacation this week down in Jersey Shore, getting his full Guido on. Must um, be nice. So he's he, you know, here he told right, me he already we, sunburned his stomach. I don't even know. I don't
2: even really remember if I've ever got sunburned, but we have a difference in melanin, so he has those things to deal with. I don't. But he already, <laughs> he, he, he reported back saying he's already suffered sunburn. He said it was like overcast. So he didn't know the sun was really heating him until later on he took his shirt off. So
1: That's send, his,
2: nice send his well wishes.
1: His yeah. So, so yeah. we, <laughs> <laughs> we have some special guests in the house tonight. We are... Uh, Continuing on our trend of talking about great independent and underground New York MCs, uh, we have a very special guest in the house tonight, the crew known as We Be Foolish. Fellas, why don't you uh, introduce yourselves? Everybody know who you are. Yeah, yeah, what's up? What's up? My name is Yesh, aka Yeshua, the Poe
3: D, old school. I'm chilling here. Introduce yourselves, brothers.
4: What up, man? It's DJ Bless. Oh, chilling in the house right now <laughs> with the kids family band now. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, man
5: now
4: All right, what's up man all right
6: last but not least XO in the place extraordinaire with the flair you already know it goes whoo
1: let's go mm-hmm. so so before we get started why don't y'all tell us a little bit about what each of you do in the in the group slash collective and then we'll start digging into the history a little bit
3: Right, start, Bless. You, you tell them what you do in the crew.
4: Right now, yeah, still making beats. Uh, we haven't got together often because uh, family, you know, uh, moving away. We're not together as we used to be, but we're starting to get back together. We're starting to work on music again, so we're going to have some new stuff coming out soon. My name is uh, Ken Boogaloo. I'm um, uh, the
7: aunt of the group. I Me and Yashin, yeah, like
3: Two MCs. Uh, Did you hear him? Yeah.
7: Yeah. Cool. And I and I MC. That's what I do. <laughs> I, <laughs> I
6: do that's how I spit. <laughs> I, 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 I'm EXO Extraordinaire. I'm a producer and musician, and I make beats for the group, and also give a lot of insight and influence into things that I
3: actually not physically hands on with. As well, cool. And I'm, yeah. I'm Yesh, I'm yes, and I uh. I mostly do the emceeing with with, uh, me and Ken as the one-two punch. And then, uh, you know, I also try to bring some beats to the table to compliment what DJ Bless is doing. And hopefully, you know, I try to take a more, I guess, uh, like more traditional uh, production or producer approach where we always, you know, I'm trying to get everybody to give their input and we come together and make like the best product. It doesn't matter who did what. Like that's not really like, you know, we're just trying to make the best thing. So our ideas, we try to bring them all to the table and and choose the best of it. And then we all agree, and then we get the best thing. So whenever I show up, I'm trying to not just show up with a rhyme, I'm trying to show up with whatever, a beat, or scratch or whatever it is. And then we try to figure out what sounds best. You know, everybody puts their input and we come up with the best. That's why the crew is like, it's really more based on the fact that we're all like friends for a very long time. And we, we can easily you know we don't we don't have the same pressures of a lot of groups that are just together like let's say just to make music like sometimes we just get together just to you know enjoy each other's company and be friends and that and then once in a while you know we we put all you know we put our minds together to make something special that's that, that's how I how I see yeah it. I think everything is
7: in house you know what I'm saying I think everything we did was like in house between you know all the production was between the crew really not too much outside production. But I mean, it works out like that, you know. Everybody got kind of input in the music. Bless makes Bless made a majority of the lot, a lot of the beats on both of the projects that we had. Sure. Um, my brother made, my brother made quite a few too. Yes, definitely co produced and made quite a few also. And I, I have a little input like just bringing records through samples and whatever for all of us, you know. We just all work, we've all worked together, which was, which was really good. So we all got
6: our. We all get our little flavors in it, you know what I'm saying? The nice gumbo. But we always give each other direction as well, so it's not like, you know, with this person be me beat and everyone else will real vibes. Someone can produce it, but arrangements and different things within it could have been influenced by someone else. We gave that input, so it's like we always still telling each
2: other. Sorry. The Sorry. Yeah, it's the, the collaborations that always start as friendships first that lead into music, those those always seem to be the purest at the end. And yeah, there's man. other motives that's leading you. It, it it's funny because those those collectives they make one good record. They always make like one, mm-hmm. but that second one don't come around. You know, the, the, the further collaborations don't come around because it's you know it's pretty robotic. When you're putting it together like, you know, trying to go in a different direction.
7: It's never easy with friends too, because you know, we could get Indeed. A, we could get But song. there's a brutal honesty. You could be but honest. But we really with like it. I really get along with other people you know what I'm saying like Indeed. yeah it's not it's not always easy because you got sometimes you want to do your own dolo shit you know what I mean yeah. and that's how people feel and that's what other people have done like I have done dolo songs yes has done dolo songs you know what I mean um bless has worked with other artists my brother worked with other artists so we all just we all ventured
1: off on some group shit you know what I mean so mm-hmm. that's cool too you know what I mean yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, f- I found one of the cool things about as I'm getting older about having like those lifelong friends that I've worked with, making music now becomes an excuse to hang out. So like, <laughs> yeah, we had, yeah. you know, we have family, we got other requirements. It's like, oh, now we got to go to the studio and then was the out. Kids, <laughs> hang out for two hours and then finally record a song. <laughs> studio is
2: still the one adult yeah, sure. excuse that nobody questions. Just like yep. when you when you're at work. Or something's up with my kids. All right, just go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no details needed. But same thing you tell your lady, yo, I got I got to go to the store. I can't give you an, an hour. I can't give you an approximation. I don't know what I'm doing when I get there, but yeah, I'm at yeah, the store. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? No, I, use yeah. on, I use that
7: shit on plenty Girls, yo. Just to
0: get the, the way, yo. My man's want
7: to make music. You know how much I
2: love my music, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there it is. There it is, Oh, You know, my music is. No, it, you, no. 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 you know, if we got a list, you know what's number one. I told you that at the beginning. Music come first though, that's a great excuse. Music uh, first. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know what's also great
7: about
6: this? I think it, it kind of brings the uh, emotional aspect of it full circle because it's like you're glad and relieved to be getting out and doing this. And mm-hmm. when you started, you were really glad to be doing it. You know what I mean? It's like, I think the transition for most artists is that life situations change after you start doing things and... We know that music is, is like emotion is influenced to music. So however you're feeling when you're making the music, that's what's gonna happen. If you're having a good time making music, music's gonna come out like a good time music. It's gonna be a serious mm-hmm. music, it's gonna come out serious. So yeah. getting
1: back into it like you said, just being happy to be here, that should definitely come out in the music, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's almost oh, like yeah. that passion is completely rekindled. Like the thing that drove you in the beginning yeah.
2: comes back happening.
1: around. It's just about like we, having fun look, and doing something you love. Wrecking Crew brought the motherfucking paddles to Alaska, yo. He was giving away his
2: music. He didn't care. Seriously, he was working, but he was like, it was muscle memory. Nah, yo, Wrecking Crew we had some shit. You know, he's our Capodanno. Like, yo, nope, you're on this song. You're on this song. You're on this song next to you. Know, he's back in the mix again. Well, hell yeah, I love that. I love it. Uh, so, let me ask y'all about um, Alaska. Let me jump in. So, what was yeah, the, yeah, go ahead. Uh, so, I know when y'all was young, cause like. That's another good thing y'all started, you know what I'm saying, when y'all had that youthful exuberance. What was the aesthetic? Was that just a byproduct of people's styles or were y'all going for a look? Our hand styles is this, we went out, you know, was there, was there certain things going on or um, it just was a natural byproduct? Well,
3: I, I wanna just say that a lot of the music that we started making, we didn't really have a vision of what it, the product was gonna look like, you know what I mean? Mm. We never had that idea. It was, I think really when we started to have that idea is once we like realized that we wanted to put out a record, an album. And mm-hmm. that was when we seen that it could. It was possible when, when let's say when Bobito gave me and Saya a chance to actually put out a record and to have a product out. And, and then getting all the, you know, the accolades from that and people actually giving us love and that sort of stuff. Then I went back to, to my friends who are these guys. And I'm like, yo, we can make records. Like, we should be able to form products. And then that's when I reached out to Porcho and Mike. And we like, yo, we should make a label because I think we can do the same thing that Bobito just did. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And then that's when really we started to figure out what a look of it is going to be, you know? Because we didn't have no idea that. We just used to record demos. That's all we did. We mm-hmm. recorded demos for many, many years just so that we could hear them. You know what I mean? So we, right, could, right, you know, right, right. So we could, you know, hone uh, our skills. Just like, you know, Bless was just like, he went from, you know, not having no, uh, you know, some very simple equipment just like me, mm-hmm. to having to, to master an MPC. you know what I'm saying? And that was all because we were recording and just doing it for ourselves. And then when actually I had an opportunity to make a real product that was in the marketplace, in the world, then it was like, yo, this is something we could really do serious. We just have to, you know, now we got to take it into the studio. We got to figure out all the logistics of how to actually make a product from both sides. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I left it to these guys to do the, so we can participate in the music. But then I, I will have to wear a different hat and then deal with these guys to do the more manufacturing side of things. Mm -hmm. I kind of played a little on both sides, but really it was just so that we could actually have a product. And luckily we did do all of that and we have something that that actually lives on. Like we we still can refer to that as something that we did in a professional manner. And that's really what I think, like once we seen that we could do that, now we're like really understood that it was like, it was real, like, you know what I'm saying?
2: No doubt, no doubt. And then like, you know, I grew up in Brooklyn, but when I got into y'all, I was already... In school, away from Brooklyn, so um, another question I had personally was like, "Y'all voices, how, wh- wh- how was that important?" Ken, you got the, the hood name Bugs. Yes, I could tell you right now. I would have never guessed I knew how you look because of your voice. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's the greatest compliment. I had no idea. Yeah. So, um, and then Saya as well. What, was that important? In in y'all um, crafting, was that important, or was that just y'all style? Got a lot of good
7: I think we had a lot of good influence. We all kind of like like the same music. We mm-hmm. was all kind of digging the same shit, and you know, and Bless was always you know real musical. He you know he would he would make all types of beats, and he had no sound like nice like define him just to be like one one person. You know, he had he had all types of beats. So um yeah, my brother would you know we just was we we lived in a real diverse neighborhood, Brighton Beach, where it was like a lot of people different people to be. Mm-hmm. We have Turkish friends, Filipino friends, uh, Black friends. I'm, I'm Trinidadian and Puerto Rican, you know, we Texas Colombian, blessed Dominican. So, we was over here look, like, you know, we like the United Nations hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we know, when we hung out, we went to spots. They're like, damn, boy, your friends look, everybody just looked different. And, and it's cool, though. And we was all thorough, though. We beat your ass. It was real shit. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. No doubt. Like, no. My team was thorough, no matter no matter what nationality it was. You know what I'm saying? So we was like, yeah, we was, it was just different. I would say like, I was like more like I was into the street shit. Like when I spent some time, yes, she yes was also in the beginning like that too. But you know, he had different type of things going on.
3: <laughs> yeah, I say I think really like. What happens at the beginning is, you know, when you first start rhyming, you know, you're learning from the people that you are influenced from, the greats, Indeed. whatever, you know what I'm saying? So those people have the most influence. And then so you kind of take on their, you know, like some of those traits, like the way yeah. they deliver shit or their voice, the, you know, the inflictions in their voice, the, the cadences, whatever. And then eventually what's going to happen is, as you study so a lot more people and a lot of different styles, then you start to slowly create your own and your voice comes out. Your real voice comes out, you know? Mm-hmm. So like in my mm-hmm. early record, like my first record, my voice is very high, much more high pitch. For instance, I was a lot younger. I was like mm-hmm. more, uh, you know, a lot more energy. But I feel like I eventually really fell into my, you know, my real like delivery. Rap you know yep. so That's the natural progression of like artists. You're going to eventually form your own style from all the influences and then you pick the, you know, like anything else, you like any other craft, you know, you're gonna you're gonna learn from so many and then you're gonna, you know, I I would say like I I, I give it a, a to, to compare it to some. Maybe like a boxer that is is uh you know, he studies tapes of so many different boxers and takes mm-hmm. the list of each. And then he just he becomes a, a monster himself because of the the study, the work ethic, whatever, you know, like for me, I would say between me and Kenny, Kenny was like to him, it came more natural where it was like more flow, more like it's part of, you know what I mean? And me, maybe I had to work a little more to get to the same like flow level, like mm-hmm. to be able to flow like that. And then mine is a little more technical maybe, you know, because I spent a lot of time, you know, forming it on a page as opposed to it being naturally coming out of me. But eventually we meet somewhere in the middle, you know what I'm saying? And then because, yeah, yeah. because exactly. we have the the, you know we have the, the, the influences around us, um, like all the hip-hop okay, music, the beats sound like that. that's you know? thought
7: we influenced each other a lot too. You know what I mean? And nice. Was also nice. We influenced each other. I mean, the whole team, from Bless to my brother, everybody, we all influenced each other in some way. So I think that's why, like, you know,
2: we, we made we make some good music out there. Hell
1: yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. sure enough. Go ahead, So, so yes, yeah, you... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I mean, no, said, no, said, no, said, no. Yes, you you had mentioned a couple names earlier, like Pocho and Mike, people who aren't here. So maybe you could give us like a rundown yeah. of the historical members of the crew throughout times. Sort mm-hmm. of, you know, like people that were important to the development of the crew and stuff like that. Well, initially, like I said, we was already a crew. We was already
3: putting together demos, and and it was a lot of us, like a lot of a lot of our friends, and so. The people that would come by and just be rapping when they because they're there, you know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. it will be like, you know, be all our friends in the and bless his house mostly, right? And bless will make the beat, he'll we'll all sh- kind of show up at different times and everybody drop. Weed. So, uh-huh. so the people that were there, you know, it's like a, a lot of people, you know, we talking about, you know, we got our friend Bird was there, you know, like. I mean, if you really want to take a dice, I was there. Go like, say some names, cause it's like so many. You know, what I'm saying? we got everybody to rap. You know, everybody to rap. You know, yeah. Jay Han. Oh, oh Jay Han. Wow, Jay Jay Han was J-Hon. around for all of that, <laughs> and and J-Hon. then what? What when I when when you know Mike was there? Wait, wait. Well, let me let me interject. Jay Hahn from Jersey. No, no, it's Jay Han from, I mean, he's from Brighton, but he's, he's in the Philippines now. He used to, you know,
2: I know Jay Han used to roll with the, um, with the, with the All Nighters and the Outsiders in Jersey. That's what okay. I'm just making sure. And he had some funny, he had, real, he had like one really funny song, so I didn't know it was the same guy. What's so, the song? <laughs> oh, man, it's, um, it's some sex stuff. It's like some smut peddlers before that, but he was real slick with it. And he was like, a, um, like to me. Oh he was like a um a big I could I, I don't want to be getting wrong but he was like maybe East Asian like a big That's Turkish like yeah, <laughs> <J.R. laughs> <J.R. laughs> <J.R. laughs> nasty that and nice is my That, him, him, yo. that he is He went on tour with my mans that's the first time they found this chick they picked up there was was yeah, he was a lot, lot of, of action. yes, yeah. salute to that He was down with a million crews. Yeah,
7: yo, he was down, like, down with a lot of, of He was down with them that one time. He was down with
2: everybody. That's, <laughs> that's down dope. Down that's thousands. fucking dope, yo. Yeah, yeah. McLeod,
3: yeah. all them cats out in Jersey. Good, So he was. So he was around, and then, like I was saying, Porcho and Mike, us three, like, they had the barbershop. They opened the barbershop, Mike Swift and Porcho blazing cuts in brighton so you know they were already like entrepreneurs you know what i mean they were they were already trying to like do things so i i'm like yo i'm gonna i'm gonna rock with them they're all we're all crew and we're like we're gonna figure out how to do a label and base it out of this barbershop you know what i'm saying so that's when we came up with head bop we went through all the things try to you know form a corporation and do all this stuff that we really didn't know how to do but uh, we were just like, we have this little chump change that we got. You put the same, I'll put the same. And we'll figure out a way to put out records. And luckily, because I was I was able to do the thing with Bob with Barbito, like, I could walk to Fat Beats and talk to them and be like, yo, I got a record. Nice. You know? Otherwise, I can't, you know what I mean? Like, I had nice. the opportunity to go and then at least open these doors or see if they wanted to do it. So at first, nobody wanted to do it because they don't know. They, we never did business. So... At first we we're like, yo, we gotta manufacture our own product and that's why we did the first single. And that's um the the Tiger Book single. And that, that's that's our first we be foolish record. Mm-hmm. And then the B side to that is time will tell. And then um we just manufactured ourselves, so we had to learn uh, you know, the whole process of creating vinyl, you know what I'm saying? And then mm. once we record once we did it, we 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 I remember making stickers and then manually putting the sticker on the record nice. 5,000 times. You know what I'm saying? Nice. And then tell them. Tell them,
2: the listeners. Then we would take know. it.
3: Yeah. Then we would. If then I didn't I, we know we Tiger Woods was going
7: to be such a lame, Tiger Woods was going to be such a lame I <laughs> <laughs> was going
2: to call the Tiger Woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to wait until the resurrection.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and, um. So lame, really, I thought it was going to
2: be
7: dope.
3: Yeah, that's really the beginning, though, of, of the group is and, and, you know, the people that were involved. And then, What we did was, um, you know, I had, I had, we we had lists of, of all these, you know, at the time it was like college radio, you know? So we had to send out records to promote the the music somehow. Right. And Mm -hmm. we just learning, we just going as we learn, you know, we didn't know anything. So we, I got, I got Fappies to pick up a bunch. Luckily they sold and then they ordered more. And then we, you know, we had something there. Then the next one, they are like, we're willing to do a P and D deal, so now they're pressing it. And that's when we like, you know what, let's spend our money to get better artwork. So then the, as the records went on, they look better, you know what I'm saying? So now they have nice. covers and you know, like we figured out how to move along and really all to you know, all the culmination to get to the to the album. The Brighton Beach Memoirs album is our like mm-hmm. this is us. So Great piece of work, you know, fellas. And then Great that's when, you know, still. Musically, oh, that's oh, where God. you know we're showing off everybody's part of the group. You know what I mean? Everybody puts their piece into it, and then you know, I think I think like just the fact that we were able to record it at such a high level, go to the studio, have it mastered, have it on this beautiful uh, you know thing, and then and then have it out. That's what really gave us the opportunity to go and then now go to Europe and be like, hey, uh, you know. You know, Groove Attack wants to release it and this and, you know, we want to we're going to go on tour. We're going to go to Europe. And, you know, we had these opportunities because the product looks so professional, even though we didn't even know how to do it. Like we just do, we're going on the fly. But we take it, till you, it, 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 it till you make it, brother. That's what you make yeah. yeah. gotta gotta it. You act was. like you've been there one time
2: because, you know, imposter sure. syndrome, you know, so this I'll is your experience. Right? So. so you got to act like you've been there. And, and, and yeah. um Proud. No, that's a great piece of work. I dive heavy into yeah. it today. Thank you. It really great good. piece of work. Alaska nice, nice, talks about it a lot. DJ Glass is the man that really put it together.
7: Yeah. You know what I mean? Studio Thank you. sessions, everything. So, so, but, hey, say something,
4: brother. You chilling? What up, man? Yeah, I'm chilling. Just listening. Just laying back, <laughs> man.
7: But tell me how you put the album together, bro, because you kind of like, we, you did all the sequencing and all, you did so much. Oh, well, let's, um,
2: okay. let's, let's, let's hit a break, and then we can come right back in and talk all about right. it. Brian yeah, Beach Memoirs joint and um bless do that. Alright, and bless and bless will kick that off. All
0: right. Cool, cool, cool. Hey young q. Hey, yo, q. It's wrecking crew. Raheem Clement, the new project from me, myself, Zilla Rock, and Curly Castro, Prem Rock, Small Professor. Available exclusively on Bandcamp via Wrecking Crew We got all your favorite wrecking crew, affiliates, homies on there. People you already know, I don't even list them off. Go grab that joint right now. And then you could also grab the official first ever piece of Wrecking Crew merch designed by Quandry himself. You can get the five panel hat or you can get the black snap hat. Joints are shipping now. Alright, Raheem Lament. all types of wild shit on there. We got Arm Hammer on there. We got Willie Green on there. We got Jason Griff on there. We got Quandry Messiah Music. We got new career crooks for me and Small Pro. Blue Edwards, new group. Curly Castro and Small Pro. We got exclusive Prim Rock joints on there. Yo, it's crazy. Check it out right now. Raheem's lament. Peace.
1: All right, so we're back, ladies and gentlemen. And we're about to, to talk to Bless about how he put the album together. So why don't you enlighten oh, yeah, us,
4: my friend? Yeah, most of the stuff we, we did in the crib. I had a, a Roland VS-880. So it is. It was, to Classic. do the vocals, because we had to save money in studio time. So we did all the vocals, all the punch at home. Because no, we nice. had to spend the least amount of time. So we got a decent microphone to do everything. And we did everything out of my crib. And then from there, I brought the trackboard to the studio and separated the tracks there after. So we didn't have to do most of the vocals all the cuts. So I did everything at home to save a lot of time.
3: Yeah, if nice. I remember right the VS880 we had all the vocals like you said and the yeah. cuts and then we just would yeah. take an MPC and then track So y'all were just editing. dumping it in, y'all didn't have to like um do. y'all didn't have to track it out at it the studio. ADATS. Yeah. It was on oh, ADAT, yeah. but he was just yeah. dumping it through and then mixing it. Yeah. So we would spend our time there and we would just be like advising him what we wanted to do instead nice. of spending the time recording the vocals yeah. there, you know You're nice. saving
7: while cuz they ain't had too much bop yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah.
2: people always try to and I, I I love talking about this stuff and letting the listeners get into like the guts of recording um there was there was this hot topic um recently um about the the young champion Milo formerly known as Milo Rap Ferreira and um he put out a vinyl he had he had a high price um uh, price code on it and people going ham, complaining about it. Meanwhile, he sold about a 1,000 copies. You know what I'm saying? And so um, you, you, your, your art is what you what you call it on. If you can't afford it or if you can't get it at that time, then maybe this piece isn't for you. There's plenty of things for free. I, I remember, like, y'all do gentlemen, we went to sleep and woke up, and all of a sudden, all these streaming sites had our music. I don't remember them calling us or sending the contracts or anything like that. It just seemed like overnight, right? So um, I just like the listeners to get the guts to know that, you know, it's – Look, I don't want people to think that hip hop is not achievable, but it's not easy. It's not just grandma rap like you, people were running around the city with reels under their arms. Like it, it, it was, it was, it was, it was physical, it was tangible. So sure. it's a little easier now. But I like for people to hear how we used to get busy and how we get busy now. How we cut some corners, but smart like y'all did recording the vocals. I would have never thought about that. I don't waste it. And then also just breaking the myth. Like, look, studio, you get ready to, go, to get work done. Those 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 movies we see people kicked up and E yeah. and J and Alice Hay all over the place. It's of yeah. course money, man. Somebody's you, you gotta give it up to the engineer too because we had a yes. Yes. engineer. Yes,
5: yes. Very unsung unsung. Wilson. We, out
2: we wanted
7: to move,
5: so that, yes. that was very, was
6: very important. And at that time, at that time. It, it was, it's different. Yeah. It is now. It's not the same. You know what I'm saying? Like paying dues at that time, you did that. You went to the city. You battled Cypress. You 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 harass niggas at the radio station. So <laughs> you, you know that's what you had to do. Kids they don't do that. They have their own pages on fucking SoundCloud or Instagram, whatever it is. And it's like you know, it, not not to take nothing away from them, but it was a way different ballgame, You know what I mean? It's changed a lot. Okay. So, you know I mean? so it, was,
2: it was it was different, but there was there's a, like like um yeah, just saying the rewarding of working from the twelve inch. To the full-on artwork, cause the journey was tangible. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, so yeah, if it seems hard, listeners, it's cause it's supposed to be hard, and get through that yeah. hard. Cause you'll yeah. learn as you go, and then the next time around, um, Prem Rock always told me, he's like, when you go on tour in Europe, show up. That's yeah. the main thing. Show up, be on time, be punctual, because you'll be surprised they'll call you back. In the states, it ain't yeah. necessarily like that, but yeah. you know, we just trying to set those examples. So like, go yeah. through them
3: tribulations, learn those lessons, and apply them moving forward. For sure yes Hell oh, yeah yeah that's a great oh, yeah. point curly that's a great point about how you know like the just the the you know the visual of somebody running around with 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 two inch reels under their arm and trying to get to the studio or something like that because in those times to get these things to happen wasn't as easy as just turning on your computer like you right. you really had to go you had you know i remember going and driving home five in the morning from a studio because we had to sneak in when nobody's really working there, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean? mm-hmm. those type of things that we had to give our time, we had to, you know, all invest in being able to get the, rec- the you know, just even just so that that like, part right gonna, there. Yes, you know,
2: I, I want you, just that's really important. I think as you coming up, I remember when I was young, some things were free. We knew somebody to produce, we knew somebody, to, but from when you want quality, ladies and gentlemen out there, put up your money. That's the yeah. real put up or shut up because it's not just about taking that risk. It's not a roulette wheel. You'll get what you pay for. If you pay $400 for somebody to do your artwork, it'll be better than your cousin. They'll just give me 50, I can do it real quick. That's just what it is. And I just want people to invest in themselves because it'll pay it back. And I think people understand the business of music. No, it is not an immediate investment. But that thing can sell for a couple of years. You can get a royalty check for 20, 30 freaking years. So yeah. just. Invest in yourself. That's what I always want our listeners to do because it is important, and, and and that goes along with anything you do. Invest in yourself. Yeah. Pay yourself first. Bye. Uh-huh.
7: Word up. You know, so like, um, you get bad, you get bad mixes sometimes. You know, no. so you're okay with, like, <laughs> whatever engineers and then your mix come back and yeah. like, yo, why my song sound like shit? Cause you spent fifty
1: dollars so on <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> On the deal, I'll mix five of your songs, eighty bucks. Right now in the DMs. (laughs) But that was one of the things that always stood out to me about you guys versus the rest of like the sort of like independent New York underground dudes. Like your shit sounded professional. Like everybody sounded good. They could rap and they could make music, but there was like a polish to your sound. Like it came out of like real studios. It sounded like, you know, it could stand toe to toe with like a Biggie album sonically. Indeed. You know what I mean? Like it totally wasn't agree. dusty. It wasn't it wasn't like yeah, muffled mixes. Hey, you,
2: know, oh, right. yeah. you. but no,
1: that was imp- that's important. You know what I'm saying?
5: Most definitely,
2: because people do those tests. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you're not you don't sound yeah. like the stuff on the radio. I remember when I was coming up, Alaska, my main thrive, and even looking at y'all with Dev jokes like, oh, my stuff sounds like this, but it's it's almost like that. It's, it's this is literally. Yeah,
7: you put it, yeah, it's, it's that that it's yeah. that glean. This is before yo, I was yo, yo, stuff
2: mastered. I wasn't even getting stuff mastered. I was just knob twiddling back then. Me and my man was just mixing, it. and I just remember
3: like, I'm I'm so close. What what are they doing? They paid somebody professional to do it. That's what they're doing. I remember right I remember spending a lot of time talking to other artists because if I if I heard their record and I thought it sounded quality wise better than what what is you know what would be available, I'll be trying to get to that studio mm-hmm. Work mm-hmm. with that engineer. You know, like. I, I remember going and, and, and then finally finding, uh, Elliot Wilson at Fastball Studios. And he did that Brighton Beach Memoirs album and a bunch of our music. Like I took, I, I gave him a lot of business in that time because. Was he, liked, um, professionally trained? Records.
2: Huh? Was he classically trained? Did he go to school
3: for it? Or I he mean, yeah, he, they were running the studio there. That's why I said. We had to pay for that time. Like, so we nice. were going there. I, you know, I, I met him through, uh, can't remember who I met him through, but I remember somebody gave me that reference because I liked their record how it sounded. Oh, so and yeah, I, you know we did a lot of work there. You know, Necro, I remember I know, Necro used to be there all
7: the
3: time. I remember Necro. I remember oh, he used yeah. to do the. Um, Bill, Bill and
7: Necros.
3: Yeah, a couple different, a, a couple different artists. I mean, I don't know his catalog, and I, I haven't spoken to him in many years. But obviously, if you look at the records it has his credits on it, you know what I'm saying. So, you know, I, I felt like he was doing some really like like what you're talking about that polish and then the next step the mastering you know what i mean mm. go to a real mastering place and pay the money you know what i'm saying like fuck it you gotta make it if you want it to sound you know think about these 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 uh, groups that are you know they're major label groups and they have these people that are geniuses at their access right they're willing to pay the label yeah. willing to pay this 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 great mm-hmm. so you got to you can't go pay that guy. You're not gonna go, you know what I'm saying, to get the guy who mastered the the outcast album. But you gotta try to reach for that. Like somebody's apprentice.
2: who worked with Popeye. Yeah, almost that. Yeah. He's, um, our man, Willie Because Alaska, I just remember you're an amateur. So you you just you just you know, you're going on, you're trying to cut some corners, you you think your man like I remember my man was learning mastering and production at the same time. So and um yeah and shout out to him, my man, last word. I, I want to say, I, I'm sorry, brother, because I remember it was we would go record. We built our own studio on my, on my manager's crib in Jersey, and then we would leave. But it was like four MCs. But then I remember we would call last word like every other day. I would call him every other day, and everybody else called him every other day. Hey, did you finish the song? Did you mix the song? How, how's the song go? And everything was left to him, and we there was nobody else. He didn't share it with anybody yeah. else, and everybody's
1: calling him. So I just apologize for him learning <laughs> that way. But yeah, that stuff is important. Um,
2: it, it just is, <laughs> man. Like.
1: There's also like a hustle element to it too, because I know when we did the first hangar 18 record, the dude that produced our our whole record, he worked in like uh, the commercial industry. Mm. So he had a friend that did sound mixing for commercials. Instead of mixing it in a basement, he got us in a professional sound studio with a professional engineer who mixed the record for us.
2: And
6: we were able to get the food. sound
1: we want. And I kind y'all of think I remember hearing food. something about that for you guys with the very first album, the first Yishwan Sire album. Word. Is yeah, there was,
3: any truth to that? Am I imagining yeah, that yeah, or yeah, is there yeah, some yeah, truth yeah. to that? It's because John Adler, he worked at a jingle house. So mm-hmm. he was he was interning for one of the the, the composers or whatever, the guy who does jingles there, or whatever. And yeah, they had a incredible studio there. I'm talking about an SSL, like, you know, he didn't really know how to use everything. But the room that we worked in, like to, to, put, to put it together, like he had all the equipment there. But then we were like, yo, we wanna record on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> right? yeah. It's impressive, right? But he's talking about two inch reels and fucking, you know, yeah, yeah. Oh, the SSL is a $500,000 yeah. machine, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. At the time. So we're like, yo, we wanna record on that. Who do we have to bring into the session that knows how to run that thing, you know? Yeah. Nice. That we able... into
7: a session. I'm
8: like, we made it, nigga. Yeah, we made yeah. It.
3: <laughs> Like yo, look who we're <laughs> recording at. You know, we're, we're just we're recording in the basement. The song.
2: I felt like, I mean, we made it. But, um, the yeah, we. Got the that's sh- the thing for people to look. People need to see the equipment in the studio. Every studio I would go into, I would do a survey. Not, don't be impressed by the wood paneling or even the vocal room. Look at the racks. See what yeah. they see see the brands. Yeah. See what's Elises? See see where they uh, cut the See how many Elises pieces in there. Cut that out. See, you know, yeah. the bootleg pieces and look for the real yeah. You feel me? Uh, oh, I, wish yeah. I, had, I wish I had pictures.
3: Yeah. I wish I had pictures of what that looked like because it was just so impressive. Like especially when you're you're an amateur, right? So you go so in Have and you been then, to a video uh, one since? What was that? Have you been to a better studio since? Probably not bang <laughs> that's crazy probably never like and 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 then john adler had to he had to hustle up to be able to convince an engineer that actually worked on that to come and do our records like you know what i mean whatever mm-hmm. it was like we were able to convince him like how uh who yeah. really did did all the like except for one song he did the whole science ep even the, the the 10 minute song everything he mixed it all on the strength yeah, you gotta love pull in all your favorites when you're doing it. Love that crazy, and he was amazing. Yeah. He did. He worked on Daylight Records. He did some crazy ass, He had wow. some crazy stats. But nice. we we he was friends with John Adler, and he he blessed us. You know what I mean? He he gave us that love. Like, yo, this is special. I'm gonna put my time into this. And we were just, you know, we were like, yo, he had
7: a love for music. The yeah, yeah, he I was.
3: and y'all weren't y'all weren't
2: coming with no bullshit. That's another. That's another no. part. You see what I'm saying? If you come with bullshit, they'll pass you on. I remember an entertainment lawyer. We sat in his office, you know, dignified as best we could be. And he looked at us and laughed. He had Joe Scott plaques behind him, this kind of <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He uh Roughhouse plaques behind him. He looking at us like, Well, what you got? You know what I'm saying? How much you gonna make me, buddy? But anyway, that's another yeah. time for another time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um Yeah, um, Laskin, him anything else?
1: Yeah, I so I, I guess I would like to know a little bit more about like. So you you started Headbop. You kind of got got everything going. You put out um, you put out the Brighton Beach Memoirs album, and then you know what what happens after that? So you said you mentioned you started touring, but like what what are the next like steps going forward for you guys? Like what? When is, did what y'all sign Subcon? Oh, uh, well, we can get into Subcon as well yeah, because yeah. that's an I, important. I'm after that, Subcon Look, like, it came after the
7: Brighton Beach Memoirs, right?
3: What's that? So-called came
7: after Brad Pitt, remember? Yeah, that? yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, we,
3: like we were uh, doing uh, the, the We Be Foolish stuff first. So we, yeah. we already knew that. So we went through, we, we did um, four, four singles. And then what happened, well, we were like, no, my bad. I'm sorry, let me go back. We did the first <laughs> single. And then we were like, we're going to do our own manufacturing. So we did a Jedi single. Because we're like, yo, we yes. got to be we gotta be a nice. label. Like, we got to have more, like, stuff. So I, I, I was like, I brought Jedi and I'm like, yo, we're going to record. And I, you know, I asked Bless to do scratches on it. And we, like, we, we basically brought him in and was like, yo, do your music. And then I'll produce it. Like, we'll figure out how we'll get it together. We worked on it. We put it out, single, two different songs on each side. And then we're like, we're still like, yo, we want to have artists. And I remember meeting Subcon, and I was like, you know, so impressed by it. Just his like, you know, his demeanor, his, his, his you know, his power over words, and I'm like, yo, this guy's really special. And, you know, we we went down to um to Scribble Jam. Yep. Mm. And that. I'm like, yo, come with us. And we went with us, and we, we went in a group, and we all took a van, and we drove down there. <laughs> nice. And we're just like, yo, like let's just go over there and sell t-shirts and. What year? Guys, what year Scribble Jam? This is '90. <laughs> Yeah, I'm bad with this No you, doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I know, I know Adam's family was in there. Like Yeah, the no, because I remember you here. guys
1: we were on the street and you guys <laughs> pulled up and despot was like, yo, what's up? Despot <laughs> <laughs> was with us. So we're like, yo, uh, we're going over
3: there, uh, Subcon and Jedi, they joined the battle or whatever. But really, we were there to show presence that we're we're an independent label and we're we're here, like we we're part of this. So yeah. So we did those those two records, and then, like I said, uh, like not bad. When when after that, that's when I kind of was talking more with Subcon, and I'm like, "What do you? What is your like vision? What do you want to do?" And he's mm-hmm. like, "Yo, I like to have a record, also, and this." So I'm like, "Yo, you know, I talked to these guys because they didn't really have a relationship with, with with him, you know. More like it was me and him, like." And mm-hmm. then I talk to these guys. And I'm like, yo, I think we really should put out his records before we continue with the We Be Foolish records because we we already have plans to do the second single, third single, the album. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but I'm like, we should put out this other record just to so, to show that we're a label that has more artists. And then is this
2: the um DJ Eli
3: did a lot of his production, right? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. at the time though they weren't making they weren't recording together yet. Okay, like, okay. Just check. This is like prior to that. So he had records that he had with his with his group that was called Sight Beyond Lights. Lights. And Sight Sight so Light. I remember he had one song, and it was produced by his man from that group, right? Gotcha. And then I was like, Yo, I'll do the other one. Come to my house and we'll figure it out. What you want to hear, like, and I'll make it tailor made to you, like what you want. And then I'm, um, you know, I remember working with him for hours and really just, you know, because it wasn't like me, like yo, these are my beats, pick one, you know. It was like, yo, what do you envision? He's like, I want it to be sound like this. And we went through records and we found the samples and we went, you know, like we really. Nice, did yes, like, nice. Was like yo, I like that. And I'm like, all right, let me try to hook this up. I have this one idea. Let's put this. And then once we came up with that, was the Zeitgeist record, right? And then he had the other, the, the other. Drop.
2: Alaska drop that whoever
5: mixed that zeitgeist drops right now. Yo, you got the it. flow is type sick, toxic to some at mock six speeds into your eardrums in plain English till you bleed In image symphony with syllables, scratch cymbals, horns and string sections, bass and hi-hats with swing down to perfection. A jazz collective. I surpass selective hearing piercing in the minds with the fierce sting of rhymes written in eclectic context. Punchlines for contests <laughs> too complex conduct tests. On the consequence of conscious lyrics i'm confident in acapella the melodies i breed don't heed the rhythm feeding you serum to detox that beatboxy clocks of one three and two four tempos get used for every rhyme variation imaginable words to my rep has... let, let me like, jump
2: in somebody... so i went to college with subcom and um i didn't even you know i'm like if y'all know what it is like the mc molecules are just starting to burst in me so i'm not yeah, really yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying i'm not out there yet i'm Looking from the side. I also went to college with the, the boy Caution and um Brody Boy Ace and all of them. And so um Subcon was not in that crew. So like all the MCs kind of they they kind of congregated together and starting their own thing called Black Ops or whatever, Paradise and them. But Subcon was not with them. And he was kind of even a, a loner at college. And at college, you clicking up. And that's what drew me to him. We started taking the same like Afman classes. I'm like, yo, well, you're not clicking up. And that always, you know, that's funny, y'all, because that's when you start noticing. This guy's not, not cooking up or whatever. Yeah. He had a real ill style or whatever. I mean, I, he had my hair goals. He was growing his hair. I wanted to grow mine. And he said he had these songs. Now, mind you, everybody back then, you know, when they say they rap, you know, you're just bracing for, like, here comes the typical rap or whatever. But he really had these songs. And we did these um, on-campus-like performance things. It was just whoever could perform hip-hop-wise would do it. I remember one time we had this killer thing. I saw Wise Intelligent Live. He was hanging from the rafter like thing, and the right shit is the wrong shit, and the wrong shit is the right shit, and I right shit because the wrong anyway. And I remember Subcon went up there and he did pushing orbits live, and my just rock. This is just impressive. He's my age. He has that grasp on the language and um the confidence to stand up there. Solo artist, no hype man, no real DJ, just play my
5: tracks battling itself practicing revolutions of thought like sir isaac newton up rocking scrambling handling the earth through verses dispersing anderson for the headbangers the sixth step in your chest blessed with the lyrics, obsessed with metaphysics and metaphors, acrylic-like, I check mics with end-to-end, burners on vivid trains of thinking, the track runs local, so you can beat the vocals from ghost town to diamond, underground titans, subconscious, inner mind is tight monstrous, on a conquest, to take the yes, yes, and the thresholds of enlightenment, manifesting the frightening, issues in your deeper brain tissue, cycling, lubricants through similes, it's ministry for your mental, split picture perfect, with dope beats and rhymes under the sun. when i
3: was thinking when i was thinking you know when i was kind of explaining to mike and i was explaining to Borcho like what we should be doing as a label is like obviously we're our main our main group is we be foolish because that's us like that's all of us you know what i mean we want to mm-hmm. have we want to have a place that we could put out our own music but if we want to be like participating in in, in independent hip-hop, we got to show that we got more than just us. And that's why I was like, we got to have different sounding people, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and Subcon was like, he had his own thing. So I was like, yo, this is a good, a good way that we could do something for him. And he could, you know, participate in what we're doing. And, and it, it won't be like the same thing. Like the next group didn't sound like we'd be foolish. Like, you know, another we be foolish. It was like everybody had their own thing. And that's always been our main thing, like is individuality, having job. our own like style. You know what I'm saying? That's why me and Kenny don't even sound alike. Or me and Saya don't sound because everybody wanted to always, you know, show what they, as different. You know what I'm saying? So that was that's why that worked. And then we moved on to do the, you know, the, the, the what do you call it? The other We Be Foolish records. And, you know, it was just like, we had, like, we, we were rolling at that point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, had a formula. But the reason why I want to say that is only because at some point, like right before we're about to record, well, drop the album, because we already had the good word from, from Fat Beats, like, yo, we're going to do the album, this and that. It's like, what ends up happening is that they decide that they can't do it. They just pulled out? They pulled yeah, out they last minute? They can't do it because of the way that, like the way the market was moving was like, mm. they already were so invested in so many people and so many groups. They're doing mad P&D deals, and they have so much money out. That they have product upon product, and then at that time, if you remember, there was like ten records coming out every every week. Was so, was the twelve inch game? Was that good good to y'all at first? Like you know, I mean, it, out- it, it, it it really just was money that was going right back in because it would okay. it would pay for what's happening the next time. You know what I'm saying? The studio time, the you know the manufacture, the, the um, you know the producing the record, and doing the artwork and doing all like it would all keep going back in. And then eventually, the point was to do the album, right? Mm-hmm. So then it comes down and they're like, yo, we can't do the album because we just can't invest in an album. Like, you know, we have this Dang. record and this record. and this. So now we're left with a full album that we paid for. You know, I remember paying, I think we paid $1,200 to master it. You know what I mean? That was a Oof. lot of money to us. You know what I'm saying? Still a lot, still a lot of lot. money. Yeah.
2: Right,
1: right?
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. And, and, and it was all done. And then we're like, what could we do? And then we had to actually manufacture it ourselves. Like, we would just say, we got to do at least the CDs. We can't do the mm-hmm. vinyls, just too much money. And we mm-hmm. don't have it. And I remember we just, yo, mm. we just banged did out a credit card. Like a like, honestly, thousand, I, honestly was... I just banged out one of my credit cards. That's what was I that did. Like,
2: was that back in the day you had to get like a
3: thousand pieces to get an order in for CDs? I think we did, if, if I remember right, thing we did it initially. Yeah, either a thousand, five hundred or a thousand. You're right, yeah. And, and I remember back then we just had a garage it was full a of spot CDs. In Queens, stuff. right, right <laughs> over the bridge. Like I don't know what that, forgot what that that place was called, but we manufactured it there. We had to, you know, give them the art or whatever they manufactured. It, and then mm-hmm. now Fat Beats wants to, you know, we we needed them, they needed us, but we needed. Okay. Them. Okay. We're like yo, if I manufacture, are you gonna take five hundred copies? Yes. Boom. All I right. Five hundred. Yeah. Then All now right. I'm, I'm contacting other. Uh, you know those uh, one-stop kind of distributors. Yo, can you take two hundred? Can you take one hundred? Can you? It was like. A, did, did, a was there a European market for y'all back then? Was there any overseas? A little. Yeah, yeah. I think that was our best market.
7: I yeah, mean. Yeah, that's it, where it really it was. was but really, it was like like he said, at one time, right before we want to put out this record, it's like everybody got a fucking group. Everybody's rapping. Mm. It's so, so overpopulated. I think that's why like L. B. had that population control song. <laughs> and, uh, ah, it was really, ah. it was, it was really wild. It was like, I was like, damn. I think I was like, everybody rapping, and, and you know, some nigga just started yesterday. And I ain't knocking nobody. I, do what you gotta do. But we like, we worked the hall for this shit for years. And, yeah. Like, you know, somebody's just coming out the woodwork. But I mean,
1: whatever, man. You gotta do what you gotta do. But yep. then it got, it, it got saturated,
7: so, and then, and you know, things. Things get left. Not listened to them. Some people. There's people that make great music, man. I be like, yo, let's it, it's I hard, but they would tell me, yo, Ken, like, Nobody, it, it didn't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's why I can't complain. Like uh, at least we was able to get love
2: from. Yeah. Some people did yeah. great music and didn't get the love And
7: the get on. lost in the shuffle. Yeah,
2: they get lost in the shuffle, man. G. Dep, G. Dep, Child of the Ghetto. I think about that, like.
7: Oh, it's a great album.
2: A great yeah, album. but like you know, what I'm saying, but it came out probably on the day with like twelve other records. Yeah, wow, yeah, but he, he's over there.
7: He's over there where everybody's
2: dancing and shiny, and he ain't that type of dude. Right, guy. right. So Black Rob album dropping. It's good. It's with a, with a good no album. I, mean, it's I think Yesh really likes that
7: album. What's up, Les? What you doing, bro?
4: Yeah, I'm good, man. can <laughs> just listen There's <laughs> some shit I didn't even know that Yesh was mentioning. Some shit I didn't even know <laughs> that he <it> did. <laughs>
3: yeah every time you know there's different parts of the story i guess like yeah you know everybody has their own version how they remember it and whatever but all i can say is that you know a lot of these like the interactions with the distributors that was i was doing me and portia was doing that mostly you know i mean we would go and we would go to the offices and you know show up there and be like yo we want to talk to the guy like what's up we already made an agreement kind of you know and people Crazy. would be like changing their story every every week. Like it would be like, yo, we could do this, we can't do this, we could do the that. Oh, the, the music game. industry, yeah, 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 that's what it is, right? <laughs> the so, so uh, <laughs> the, the you know to to go to bridge it to what you to you were asking about Europe. What ends up happening is when we finally put out those those CDs, that's when a distributor in Germany, uh, Groove Attack, was like, yo, where's the vinyl? So then now Fappies is like, yo, yo, we want to make vinyl. Mm. What do you mean you want to make vinyl? <laughs> <laughs> we were supposed to do that from the beginning. So then they're like, oh, yeah, we might want to make the vinyl. We might, we might. I'm like, all right, whatever. I went, I, found, I, got, I got contacted from Groove Attack. They're like, yo, we, we can make the vinyl. We could do more CDs. We could do. I'm like, all right, I'm rocking with y'all. Wow. And they manufactured it. And it now it was a European release. And it was there. So now that that happened, now we have more presence in Europe. And then now we had opportunities to go to Europe. You know what I'm saying? Whereas yes. if we would have continued, you know, to be at, at whatever Fappy's through us, because at the end of the day, you know, it's a business, right? They're not our friends. They're not people right. that doing stuff a favor for me, nobody. Like people, can you can't sit not wanna them. talk to me. Yeah, you can't sit around and wait for them. You know yeah, and saying? a lot like, of times they don't wanna talk to me. I used to show up to the office, nobody would talk to me. Like they would be like, oh yeah, he's, he's busy in a meeting type shit, you know? I'll be like, all right, cool. I'll come back. Yep. And then the this, last this, this, interaction this, this, I have with these people at Fat Beats, honestly, and I don't got nothing bad to say about them. Trust me, I I have a lot of history with them. But the last interaction was like, yo, yeah, we're about to, uh, we're gonna be burning all the records that we have in in stock. If you want, you can come <laughs> pick them up.
5: Whoa. I'm like,
3: cool. No problem. I'll be there in, five, in in an hour. And I went there with it with Mike Swift in his in his car. And we opened the trunk and just loaded it up with all our titles. They we really had. were out back burning people burning um, they the had room. to. They not they couldn't yeah. afford to stay in business to to have no. the, the a warehouse. They couldn't afford yeah. to keep oh, all that stuff anymore. Just the, because the they had to change their business model as the industry was no longer their like the the you know the the Indeed. digital digital music well, yeah. came along and they don't like their business was like meow
1: going yeah. down jay zone talked about the same thing happening i think with caroline with his records they just were like oh he was on the road with- they're like we're gonna destroy your records It happened to us too with they're like we're gonna destroy it i was like oh well, man they i printed up a lot and it only sold like 600 so i'm not telling you <laughs> get <rid of>
3: <laughs> but yeah um you know and that's you know like those are things that we made and we're like you know what we're not gonna let them like we're not gonna let that go to waste we're gonna just get them and then yeah. now it was, a, a, you know, that was the next game is where are we storing all of this, right? Because <laughs> like at the time I, didn't, I couldn't even keep an apartment, like, you know what I'm saying? I always ended up in my mom's couch again. So i got to yeah. be like, figure out where these are going to live for a while till we figure out what's happening. And that was kind of the whole game, like, and then moving forward, we had an opportunity to record a second album. And that was, I, you know, that was just blessed. And, and Kenny... And they, you know, they they spearheaded that. Like, I, I just, I had so much shit going on and so much different things that I'm like, yo, we're going to do a second album, which, which is recorded. It, it's, a, it's a completed project. I could only help in the process of recording it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like he was on a nice amount of joy. But I think that's, even with the first
7: album too, you were still doing your thing. So you would be like, yo, folks handle that. Because at the end of the day, like, we be Foolish is something like kinda like when we wanted to name the group, I, I named the group. We be foolish. For I, sure I said, this is how I wanna spell it, this is how it would be. You know what I mean? And we already had that even when he did his music with Sire. So yeah. it was like it was never no like all films, like it was all teams. You know
1: what I mean? <laughs> well I remember like, when when like, I met <laughs> you dudes in like ninety three or ninety four, you were We Be Foolish. Back then right. you were rapping we be foolish. Who yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. um
2: who came up with the typeface, like how you wrote Yashua and Saya, and how We Be Foolish? How it looked with the um, you, I mean, like can't say how he spelled it, but who came up with like that typeface? Oh, typeface? That, that
7: was that was the, um, the logo. The yeah, yeah, I, that, uh, the we'll logo of the like We yeah. Be
3: Foolish stuff I did, but the the Sia and Yashua stuff, like I said, that has to do with with Saya, John Adler. We also had like they were good friends with this uh this writer named uh, Nuke. And um, you know another person, mm-hmm. he did the stickers for us, and then we came up. I remember us having like I remember having this um this history book with like these these beautiful pictures of these Aboriginal um like dudes like in it. You know what I mean? Like a whole bunch of different showing like. You know, uh, you know, just showing different faces, and I remember mm-hmm. this one picture just reminded me of, of Patrick Ewing. So when we looked at, when I showed <laughs> it to them, they're like, "Yo, this shit does look like Patrick Ewing." But that it's one of, of my favorite covers, food, and it looks mad dope. Favorite covers of y'all,
2: yo. And, and then, then we're like, "Yo, think that's Patrick." Mixed yeah, yeah, things. so we like, yo, we'll put
3: it because, you know, we can represent New York, but it's like some different, you know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> yeah, <it> was, wow. wow. <laughs> and then that's how we rocked with that one. And then somebody, and then Luke wrote up the, just like threw up the thing right in the corner, like, you know what I'm saying? And that nice. was that record. But as we moved on, like we, you know, when we first started, we had, you know, we didn't have a logo and all that. And I'm like, yo, I think, you know, me thinking like, yo, this is how you do business. You got to have a logo.
2: Yeah, I <laughs> yo,
3: I look, yo, I'm telling y'all, we pay, we paid three graphic
2: designers over my time, I don't even have one now, to make this logo. I remember it was a big thing they they would give you these big test sheets with the different colors and four design choices. Yo, logos is serious because like look, it's going on your business card. It's yeah. going on your post-it. It's going on eight by eight and a half by eleven. This this they was like, this is your lifeblood. You need to have the, it it time, needs time. to say everything. It's gonna mean, live forever. It needs to say everything. What they say, hieroglyphics have one. T.E. has one. You know what I'm saying? like
0: You need something Actually, like that. Yo,
2: that's a, it's it's the
7: Hawaiian punch font. Because I remember you saying, yo, this is the, this is the a uh, Hawaiian uh, punch, the way they had their font. Oh, oh, yeah. Hawaiian punch. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah.
3: It's the wine punch font. I remember where, like, I, I, got a, I got a copy of this program that's called Corel Draw, and then in that, I was able to manipulate it to that, somehow. <laughs> wow. That was uh, some, that's what it came. That
7: worked out for some reason. Uh, the best
3: answer, no, it looks great. I, I
2: that sticks in my mind how the E's are in the lower case. That, that's that's. that, yeah, that it's was, that two was, that pieces of the crew. They're
7: both edits. so it really makes. <laughs>
2: really, we got
7: deep.
6: If I want to get mathematical, you know, and drop you, okay.
7: to God, you know what I'm saying? Let me tell you about <laughs> what he does. Do we be foolish? Yeah, <laughs> and and actually, me and E used to. Read a lot of books from like Dr. York and like five percenters and
2: shit. Real okay. craziness. We was like, we was we was on everything, bro. We was in I remember the- I remember the- them problem books. I remember them pamphlets. Look, look, <laughs> they said the conspiracy theories was good because them pamphlets was real small. That shit's still weird right now. That six six six. Yeah, yeah, all you know, Leviathan, the six 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 with the devil, what? They were real quick. You could flick through me. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you was on the corner telling somebody off. Yeah, you don't know nothing because. <laughs>
7: <laughs> hell yeah! Hell yeah! Yo, hey, what's up, Les? What you doing,
1: brother? oh <laughs> right, man, can... What's the update? <laughs> <laughs> <up to>
2: <laughs> Yo last you want to hit another break and yeah, then I was um... just going to
1: suggest that. I was going to say why don't we why don't we take a quick break and then I I want to kind of find out a little bit more about like what your touring life was like. You know, you you mentioned you built the following in Europe and I'm pretty sure you guys did some tours in Europe too, right? Yeah. yeah. And right, then we, we could maybe talk yeah. a little bit about like bragging rights um if you guys want to talk about that as well.
7: Yeah, that that was that yeah. was a great time,
1: man. Yeah. yeah, it was a good ass time. Yeah. Uh, right, so we'll maybe we, yeah, we'll just talk about like We Be Foolish Live and like all that entails. All right, oh, yeah. all
2: right, we'll be right back. Listen, it's We Be Foolish, but you can't, so stay tuned, baby. Yeah, all right. When the alien mimics him fading, small pro just one of many recruits shoved into a suit battle armor called a jack and sent out to kill, kill. Small pro died nine hours only to be reborn each morning. Fight and die again and again. On his 158th iteration, he gets a message from a mysterious ally, the neighborhood rebel known as Curly Cash. Is he the key to Small Pro's escape or his final death? Blue Egg with y'all, Small Crow, Curly Cash, you know what it is. Wreck, wreck. Shabazz Bla- okay. Cloud, that- call out culture when the cult I know, I know. Calls you out. We here with the one and only. We be foolish, going over some um, memory lane yeah, yeah. type events. You know, thinking about the past, how influence of the future. You know, all that good shit, Miss Cleo shit.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, so yeah, we wanted to get into um, you you um, yes, mentioned the um, the building relationship with Europe. So I uh, we we. we Gradually think that created a uh, touring opportunities. So um so what was that like hitting um going over the pond? Yeah, and what
1: was well, some of those well,
4: you hit us with that Yeah, one like I was saying earlier, one of those stories stick out with uh, when we performed in Liverpool. It was it was amazing. Like when we got out there we got so much love, I couldn't believe it. You know, it's like I'm never going back to work, I'm thinking. But sure <laughs> enough I went right back to work <laughs> <laughs> Because that we first day was back bro,
2: from the run is the worst. Why am I here? Why am I doing this? We <laughs> were just doing something great yesterday.
5: Yeah. Then,
4: <laughs> the next day we will go like to Mister. We went to Mister Bongos, a record store over there. We were signing autographs. I was like, "Oh, this is it, man." We're not. We was we was chilling. The people that got us out there, um, they got us in like this mansion. Like they just put us in there, and like we didn't have to pay for no wow. hotel. Wow. And, um, there was nobody living there at the time. It was well, a family member of theirs that just moved out or something like that. Yeah, that's so um, that's yeah that shit was just it was it was crazy. And like, and people never
7: like that mistake ever in the states your life. Bro.
4: Nah. <laughs> the people that, was that like were with <laughs> <was, laughs> us yeah, that think. was crazy.
3: Like that tour was uh put together by uh somebody I had met um my boy Jazz T and his and his crew and they uh they they're based out of Guildford, uh, England. So, they they were like come through and we'll do all of all of England. So then we're like, cool, like that was amazing to us. So we went. That was the tour that we all that we went and and it was uh, um, London, Guildford, Liverpool. Uh, there was two more locations. I just can't I Sweden. can't remember what Sweden. Sweden. On, on that and b- Sweden and Denmark. Oh okay. Denmark. Wow. wow. Oh, we went there for that for yeah. that. On that trip, yeah, so then yeah,
4: we got to trip, travel
3: yeah. to those other two places, and uh, yeah, like, like Bless was saying, we were like, first we were amazed that people knew these, like the music like that, because when we got there, we were, we really didn't, we didn't have a gauge on that, you know what I'm saying, it's like, a, we didn't really understand, like, how many people really knew or was was gonna be there, and then Liverpool show, it was like ridiculous, like people were jumping up and down, and it was like, What the hell's going on? But we would like, we would rise to the occasion. Like, who was know? on who
2: was all on that bill on that that from the Liverpool show? Was it just y'all, or no?
3: We it was just us, but we had an open like uh, uh, Jazz Jazz T. He would open it up, like you know, because okay. he was a DJ, he was like uh, one of those um. Like competition DJs, so he would have his oh, own like, a routine going on. and shit.
2: Yeah, and hell
3: then yeah. He, he won. He won one of those IFTs, and he's a UK DJ. And so, um, you know, he had, you know, he had his own people that was there, whatever, uh, that were there to see him. But then, you know, it was just it was ridiculous. Like we have performed in some crazy, crazy spots. And uh, what I wanted to say was that you know, like, whenever you see that other people are there to see you. Like, you really take it really serious, you know? You really, really try to rise to the occasion. And and just to to, to give you a gauge of that, we really, we were rehearsed to the point where DJ, uh, Bless was doing the, live, the cuts live of everything. Like, we were doing nice. everything as if we were performing it. You know what I mean? And when they seen that, they were like oh these guys are at that level you know they're not just playing a CD you know and and rocking they're like you know what i mean they're here like mm-hmm. they're doing a full show we had back and forth crowd participate like we did the whole thing you know and those shows are some of the most memorable to us because we we put in the work you know what i'm saying we really put in the work to to be at that level you know like so we feel like we're professional that's how that's how we like we we approached it you
1: know
4: oh yeah What's they, up? blessed they had you a nice setup inside that big house. Remember? They had you the DJ oh, yeah. set the guy. That's oh yeah, cool. they set
7: up everything,
4: man. Yeah. <laughs> it
7: was amazing. Yeah. Um, Uncle Tom, cousin Tom, right?
3: Cousin Tom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that time we went there and then just um up, later later on I got to go um, you know, through other when I started doing my so, some solo material, I got to go to Germany. Um I've been to you know, a couple of different places, just opportunities that opened up. And I've, I've seen a lot of Europe, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. those, are the, those are the times for that. Like, that's when we were really just, like, we were willing to do anything for music and be on the road and do whatever we had to do. And any opportunity that came along, we Free would take advantage of it. You know? <laughs> you young, you that. Can I get on the mic,
1: please? <laughs> <laughs> those days. So you you guys are also responsible for bragging rights, right? Um. Yeah, yeah I would say
3: more like, uh, if you guys know Isaac, uh, me and Isaac kind of. Guys, um, right? Yeah, yeah. He he yeah. came with the, me and him kind of came up right. with the idea, and then we put like bless to be part of that. D P One, you know what I'm saying? And we like, yo, like we need we need the people that are around us that can can fit these roles you know and bless was at the time obviously doing beats and DJing so it was easy for us to incorporate these people and you know we we had the idea of doing uh you know like a competition because there was really nothing like it at the time there was no real competition like uh you know everybody competed in their own way whatever but it wasn't like hey this is a tournament and we're gonna have Mm -hmm. a winner and you know what I mean and that really didn't exist and I would say like, those, those things are the real early stages of what now would probably would be considered battle rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand there was, a, a there was in the 80s, that type of ba- rap battles. Mm-hmm.
2: See me uh, on the rap street.
3: battles, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. Like, these other things throughout the, you know, where people battled on record or on stage in those settings. But there was a large gap when that didn't happen at all. You know what I mean? There would just be beefs and people were battling their own, like, records and that. But... You know, we kind of was like, yo, we don't want it to be people going at each other necessarily. We wanted to have some competition in a tournament form, or else people ain't gonna participate. Because if you tell people, yo, you can battle in this guy, and you're willing to be in it, and they'll be like, nah, I'm good, you know. But if you tell people, it
5: was peaceful
7: too, because I think it's like the New Yorker. It started getting rowdy
3: when
7: it went to Wetlands. Like, yeah, yeah, it started turning to the
2: original URL. Yeah. <laughs> Alaska, you have some
1: experiences at Bragg and Race for you. Where I was I here. only performed once and um, I was really like pissed when I got off because I, I battled Pack FM. <laughs> and he got me with a line that was like, they call him Alaska. He looks like Nebraska. That's the one that
2: took me out. That was one good memorable line. That's all it took. Yeah. Yeah. I lost lost the battle by somebody saying, calling me uh, um, a fake ass Bob Marley or something.
3: And everybody said, I I recently (laughs) located some footage that's on YouTube. And somebody, I don't know who uploaded it. I'm not sure. I, I just wrote to them, like, yo, this is dope, whatever. But um, it's like old footage of old bragging rights, and, you know, when you watch it, it's just like, it's so corny, but it's, 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 it has value, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It was a yeah. different time, but it was corny as hell. But. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
2: well, it was short,
1: corny was with, like, those guy, lines. Guy didn't have it all.
3: Like
2: those yeah, I remember the win. setups back in the day. The setups were, like, so obvious, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. then, like, your, your punchline would be, like, and you look like an orange. Oh, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
7: Now, I was going after people and that girl. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Kenny was in it. He was
3: you
2: know,
7: going after people. You was ruthless, Kenny? You used
3: to go no, ruthless?
2: No. at I don't care. I'm going with
7: everybody. Like,
3: yo, you
2: over there with your moms and that? Dancing everybody. Yo, and actually... <laughs> Actually, wait, 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 wait! Refresh the listeners. This is actually the time of um true freestyle people actually coming off, sure. coming off the heads during yeah. battles. Oh wait, on beat or during, yeah. on during yeah. the on beat. beat. Okay, so yes, we're not I mean, like we're not classicists, listeners, no, but but no, there was a time no. where battling was coming off the head, and um on beats and um the beats would give you some type of fuel. Sometimes the DJ would give yeah. you a, a horrible beat. So you had to have some skill to get through that or whatever. Yeah, the yeah, DJ right. would try to trip <laughs> you up. <laughs> and it was if it was your man's DJ, he would trip you up, play you some balls. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sky's the limit or something <laughs> like that. They would they would sneak in skies the limit on some biggie instrumentals. I remember a DJ trying to catch <laughs> you like
3: that. Yeah, there's <laughs> a classic footage too of um, um, because it, it would be set up with four MCs, right? So it was yeah. right? It was Subcon, it was PH, and one more person. Who was the last person?
4: Steve H. Walls, I think.
3: I don't know who the last person was. Kenny Kenny was just going at everybody. Like, he was, like, just going at them. And who was it? Steve Austin, maybe? Nah. I don't don't know, but it's on YouTube, though. You can check it. I'm pretty sure it's still there. I'm 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 going going to to look at it it right now. And, yeah. and, and Boogs is going at everybody, yo. <laughs> <Isn't that> funny? <laughs> yeah, but it's all love, though. You know yeah, me. I was It was hilarious. I, I, <laughs> I mean, me and Steve Ray Walls one time
7: got into it. But I love that dude, too, man. I, I wish him the best.
1: <laughs> one of, one of the, my favorite things about, like, going to Bragging Rights and going to your shows in particular, like, the, the We Be Foolish shows, was that they were always fun, right? Like, so, so the, the guiding principle to me seemed to be to have fun. Whereas, like, so much of the other shit was just, like,
3: real <laughs> hip
1: <serious>. dead serious, <laughs> like, angry. and It's just like, God
3: awesome. damn. Yeah, you yeah, you're the right.
7: There was house music in my neighborhood. And Jerry's yeah. a mm. popular DJ in house music. ain't from my neighborhood. So he used to give, bless his brother, Lambo, all these, all these, you know what I'm saying, records and everything, original house songs. Like, yo, crazy shit. So we're yeah. always into partying and dancing and chilling having a good time. So I mean, that's what it, it comes with. Yeah. We, we, we want good energy music, you know, not everything gotta be so serious. But once in a while, you gotta hit it with some serious shit because, you know, yeah. we, love, we love music like that too, you know what I'm saying? But hide yeah. I, I
2: wanna... the tribe feeling, you know, we we love Gangstar, we grew up on all the BDP, you know, a little mm-hmm. education,
7: but little, you know, the beats still gotta be dope though.
2: And that's what I want to salute. Awesome. That's yeah. why I'm glad Bless is on the on the on the call in the show. That's one thing I, y'all you. couldn't even deny. Y'all had the, the product shirt. Yeah, I was going yeah, I was exactly, flying exactly. through y'all catalog. I, I didn't find one one suspect beat. And I, that was that that's tight. And that's hard. I know that's hard to uphold. You mm-hmm. you kind of, you know, competing with yourself every time you know you're doing something, but salute to you, you know, young man. You're still young oh, man. You, man, trust me. That, and that <laughs> stuff will live on, the, the, the beats is righteous. The well, beats all those beats
4: awesome came help from the team as well, man. We all got together, did most of that shit together, you nice. know, so.
7: I think that's the love. Um, exactly, the blessing.
4: We all yeah. live close by. We all live like a block away from each other. So it's like we just did everything together all the time.
6: But the whole thing was that it was always in your house. Bless. You were always yeah. a point because, of course, we never mentioned Mambo. Mamo really being a central point of like music yeah. all of us because he was the first person to have DJ equipment. And yeah, his yeah. brother was like his brother having DJ equipment, eventually getting up to twelve hundreds. He had like a little uh, time delay of the shambler yeah. and we were able to use that as a looper and we figured out nice yeah how to yeah. use that to sample and then play a beat record right. it and then sample what we recorded. Yeah, and, we make and Bless is doing that. the rewind tape thing, yeah. was so
7: saying. Bless was doing that and then that's I mean, brother's
6: yeah. that a big part of why all it happened. But we were always consistent. Yeah. Music. yeah.
3: yeah. We just yeah. love the yeah. shit. Like, just, those yeah. are definitely the origins, bro, like right there, like, yeah. like just Bless with Stop. a with an old, old little thing that that has a lot of limits to it, and then just do these crazy like beats on it. That when you finally get your hands on real equipment, you you have like already ideas that you already know you want to Dr- dribbling,
2: dribbling with the ankle and the, and the wrist weight, yeah, and yeah, or, exactly. the, or the heavy ball. So when you get to the real thing, it's
3: no, it's no problem. It's nothing. It's like water. Hell yeah, yeah. hell yeah. We always wanted to figure out like that. Like how do, how do you really like? We're doing this. We're making these beats. We're, we're, we're looping these things. We're trying to use tape decks to keep layering it and do it. Yeah. But really, what's the right way to do this? How do we really do this? We need to get the equipment. So that's what we really wanted to get to. Like save our money to buy a real piece. Like you know. And finally, we're able to, you know. Bless was able to get one. I was able to get one. Bobby's were able to get one. And we're like, you know, now we're kind of learning from each other. Like, look what I could do. Look what I learned to do. This is how you truncate this. This is how you, you know what I mean? Like, we were figuring yeah. it out together and just kind of we, we all were interested in it. When when a lot of people when a group is interested in the same things, you're going to get a lot more done because everybody's bringing something, a new thing to the table. With just one guy, it's hard to, like, to excel to that point where you can master that machine. You know what I mean? Like, I could and yeah. say that everybody that that, that has one here can, has mastered that. Like, we really, like, spend years and years and years to the point where our records sounded like records. You know what I'm saying? Because of mm-hmm. that production level, we we trained to that point. You know what I'm saying? So,
7: that's oh, yeah.
3: the origins I can't of Mad me. Humble <laughs> to what you came I to. Can't use
7: no <laughs> but I can't even know M.P. But I got a great ear from Beats. And I think... I think that's a, that's, that's a good thing. But all all these niggas, once they got their shit, it's like they got Porsche. It's like, yeah, you got your Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> like they had new whips, bro. Oh, yeah. Like, I knew they was going to come up with some vibe shit. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, you, oh they got the power equipment now. I know Bless is going to go crazy. You know, but it all takes a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah,
6: definitely. Yeah, once they got nice with it, it was over. We
1: opened about hours basically. That ten yeah. thousand hours. Ten thousand hours. Ten thousand hours. Yeah. Ten thousand
2: hours. Years yeah. to speak for that, you know? And then basically, if we're looking at this right now,
6: it's like forty thousand hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. Put it together. We are yeah. so old in this shit, you know? It's like, yeah. Now, yeah, I'm saying, I've been, I've been playing bass for twenty
3: two years now. Wow. Yeah, I want to think. I want to say that Later. Later. my Later. memories of of of, of uh, Alaska is I remember going to like obviously we met in El, El Puente that's that's yeah. for real but I, I know we we interacted more in front of the New Eureka let's say oh like, yeah definitely I you guys on stage and I remember having the opportunity to go to the, to New Eureka and seeing the talent level of the people there like you know what I mean the different groups that were there and Alaska mm-hmm. Saya brought me there and I never even really into the city to see people rapping you know what I mean so yeah we were all just in our neighborhood doing our own music figuring it out from what we hear in our records but then when yeah. I finally went to the city and I was able to see the talent level of what people like like my age or whatever you know like we're doing you know what I mean I'm talking about you know we were seeing you know uh Mum's the schemer was there. Yeah. Mm, I mean, I'm saying? Like we're talking about these crazy uh Nymphlo9. 9. Nymphlo nine,
1: yeah. Nymphlo nine Abyss, was amazing.
3: Was incredible, you know what I'm saying? You know, like I remember some this. Of these, some of these people this. and then also I remember seeing Hangar 18. I'll be like, yo, these guys are ridiculous. Like, what are they doing? I never seen nothing like this before. <laughs> yeah. And then Blow I would take master. all of these, I would take Blow all master. this stuff, and then I would go back to the neighborhood, let's yep. say. And I'll be like, yo, look, you know what I heard today? Like, it was crazy. We, we're not doing it yet. Like, we got to really step up our shit. Like, yo, every that's time played, that's what know? it was <laughs> like.
1: Because I, I thought the same thing when I saw all of you guys. I was yeah. like, you're not even close. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was like that kind, of, that
3: kind of, like, we needed to see that yeah. so that we could step up our, you know, our yeah. writing game, like, or, you know, whatever we yeah. were doing. It was. Yeah. Like, I, I used to go to shows, though, but it was, like,
7: popular people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But actually, one of my OGs is from the lyricist time. we used I, to I was I was going to like shit, seeing dudes do, do things. You know what I'm saying? like nice. the, lyricist songs but, like, too. We used to you know, go. No, but to what that. I'm saying like New Eureka just felt more warm. Like I could do yeah. it. Yeah. Like I could do it too. And, you know, nice. Some other places is like, nigga, if you ain't got a fucking
2: right, deep, deep, posse nigga. Or <laughs> <Like, Well, laughs> if you don't yeah. got a deal well, because. Uh, because yeah. there were the signed people that were doing access, yeah. yeah, and they try to make it yeah. seem like
1: it's it's uh, spontaneous, but we know it's not. Yeah. But mm-hmm. but New Eureka was also like a huge community because it was like you would have the show, but like I don't I don't even think I ever went just for the show. I went to like, be outside. Afterwards, yeah, afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So, like dudes were out dancing. to, like four in the morning, five in the morning rapping. Oh yeah,
3: yeah, definitely. <laughs> that was serious, man. I remember yeah. that.
1: I could never do that again.
3: <laughs> Not these <laughs> days, right? We tried. <laughs> the, recovery, yeah. the recovery would be massive. What, 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 what,
7: what about the steak sandwiches? Yo? Do you know the steak sandwiches <laughs> on the corner? Do you remember the what? On the on New Alaska.
2: region. Oh bless
5: you, bless. On the, the corner
2: of New Region. Yeah. There
7: was it was an egg sandwich.
2: Sandwiches. <laughs> steak sandwiches. <laughs> steak sandwich. Steak. Oh steak! Oh no, I never <laughs> had one. <Bobby laughs> made
7: it. He finesse Oh this, oh That was steak. a highlight, yo.
2: You missed out, dude.
1: Mm-hmm. Man, I definitely miss that. We just motherfuckers standing in front of New
2: York and Cyphering.
1: Yo, <laughs> Y'all down the
2: corner getting steak sandwich. I've, I've been a Philly. And the Philly cheese steak family is good,
7: but he's right there with her. <laughs> That's the
2: necklace shit. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta. I mean, I, next time I
3: cool. go to the city, I gotta try. He
7: loves it so much. Yeah. He's like, I'm
3: getting home soon. <clears clears clears and throat> I'm <clears and throat> i going to things. Don't sleep don't on Poppy behind the grill, dude. He was doing huh? it. <laughs> I'm checking. check it. I'm definitely checking it next time. 90s
2: hit different. That's over. Oh, yeah. that, that's but amazing. don't even worry, fellas. I'm working on a record now. So I'm already featuring feature slots. Boog getting a slot. Yes, getting a slot. I'm already working on the song in my head right now. Don't even worry. You're about to get the email <laughs> song.
1: I right,
2: am right. not even playing.
1: Resurrection. Right, right. For real. Do you guys have anything you want to promote?
2: Um,
3: oh no i'm good yeah i got i got an album i have i have done right now it's uh it's two part two parts it's called i'll take those odds i'm in the process of just figuring out the right timing to put it out i mean i've been waiting for a while already so i'm not really in a rush to to try to rush it out i want to you know i want to complement it correctly with some you know some proper artwork and maybe like a video and just do it you know just do something fun it's really not like uh, it's music that, that maybe doesn't reflect the, you know, let's say what my life is right now. But, it, you know, in the last few years, I recorded this music and I think it, you know, there's definitely like a place for it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I have that music. Uh, we, we actually, you know, been trying to, you know, toy around with putting together another We Be Foolish uh, record. And we started kind of like to record some and put some ideas together. Also, me and me and Bobby also trying to put out a record uh with uh on different time signatures, you know. Bobby's a great producer that, you know, he does a lot of live instrumentation and uh you know he plays bass. Obviously, I don't know if you guys we got to really note that, but he's a you know, uh, you know, a self-taught bass player. And uh, in addition to that, obviously a producer. So, you know, some of the, the influences that i guess that you're dealing with bob you know what i'm saying is bringing something different to the table which is maybe uh, experimenting with different time signatures so i wanted to be a part of that because i feel like you know anything that we do now like yeah we could keep making the same music the same thing over and over because it's easier but sometimes we got to challenge ourselves yeah. and, and see what we could really like how we could push ourselves to to do something that we never tried before and try to you know Try to make something new, you know, bring something new to the table. So that's why I wanted to, you know, if you want to talk on that, Bobby, you know, XO, like, let us know, like, what, what you know, what that's about.
6: Well, I just thought, you know, like you said, pretty much, it's, it's kind of fun to try to do something different. Because, I mean, let's face it, you know, we're not free chickens. We've been doing this for a long time. And sometimes things just start to feel so routine, you know, redundant. So... I've always been into like very progressive music. I do like it, sometimes it's a little much, but I was thinking, you know, maybe you can try that, but always keep it feeling, so it's important. That has a groove, not that it's in a different time signature. I don't want you to have to think about it, just feel it. That's, I think, mainly the, the, the thing about what we're doing. It's not about being complex and crazy. It's about having to feel, and something that someone's still about to add to. It,
2: Oh yeah, yo! I just yeah. dropped a project with some weird-ass time signatures. Mm-hmm. I ain't know people get it, but people digging it. Blue Edwards self-promo. Plug, <laughs> plug, plug. Yeah, no, I get yo, it. Yo, bless, bless. I mean, I guess we're gonna make some music
7: soon. You know, yeah, man. <laughs>
2: it's
7: all me. I'm over here trying to make other babies and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> all, all in the cycle. All in the cycle. Definitely <laughs> joking, bro. I have one child. I think I'm one and done. I'm
2: just telling yeah. you guys that way. <laughs> That's the way to go. One and yeah. done. Yeah, Alaska's part of the one and done
1: club. Yeah, one and done. Yeah,
2: <laughs> bro. Oh, Alaska, they, they they put it in stone, bro, baby. They they write it. I'm it. Blessed. Yeah, I'll
1: retire at some <laughs> point.
4: Yeah, I'm done, man. No way. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no way. How many seeds you got, bro? Two. OK. 11 oh. and 6 is more than enough, man. <laughs> I'm oh, you about, to hit, you
2: about to hit the teenager. You about to get
4: the
2: teenager Yeah, soul. yeah. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm
4: not ready for that. <laughs> I'm not ready
2: for my, that. I know we, underground
7: rappers never so happy about having kids, bro. Come on, guys. Yeah, man. I love my kids.
2: Yeah.
4: Like, yeah they're great <laughs> yeah. underground rappers
2: have kids too yeah. Um, all, right. all, right. all
4: right
2: well we just want to um thank y'all for um coming on tonight um yeah um right. i think the listeners are in for a great treat if they were not informed they are now um we want to thank everybody and we be foolish for appearing on our meager podcast call out culture and um yeah, y'all just just keep keep rocking it. Like I said, I'm gonna get an it, email
7: thank soon. I need, I need some sixteen. I'm right, gonna get an email. I
3: appreciate it, guys. Thank you for your all right. Time, thank man. you. Thanks for giving us. all, guys, all right guys, thank, thank you so much. much. About this, Peace, right. man. Peace, Peace man. Yeah.
4: Peace. Yeah. Have a good one. All right, man.
1: All right. Yeah. Peace.
8: I was born July 3rd, 1976 Growing up, people said Ken will never be shit But I ain't quit Because I was determined to rock I was spit at certain spots Just earning my props Paying my dues, observing Learning a lot Work jobs while niggas did dirt on the block self so setbacks, can't wet that My world don't stop All eyes on
3: Boogie I'm the person to watch Birthday, 11, 9, 76 Preparing shit ever since To blow up when it hits E. Come with me Down the road, now you know the Po in Summerie, one of the freshest MCs on the planet, landed on a remote beach. Be right on dope beats. I hope each time I rhyme, I'm making sure I'm taking your mind on a ride. We <laughs> <laughs> This is what you need to hear. Sit back, relax, listen to
8: some hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> From the group that by the beach. Everybody saying we be peepin'. This is what you need to hear. Sit back.
2: Relax, uh, oh, this is gonna be great. Yeah, yes, I, um, I want to see the uh, I'm real curious about what the conversation some of our younger fans or people be like oh I love We Be Foolish because I know that's out there like I remember um we could keep this part we could start I was very yeah. impressed by the packaging in the presentation so yeah. um for them to go into about like trying to keep pace and stay you know stay with the game that that was important the way We Be yeah. Foolish looked, I remember because yeah. The 12-inch game, you know, for me, Alaska, you were in it. So I'm I'm more of a fan at that point. So I'm looking at the, you know, big spreads, walls full of 12 inches. What am I buying? Every place didn't have a listening station. So I had yeah. to buy on site. Is this where I can
1: look good? I don't know. What this, What is this? Yeah. On the front? Oh, look at this. You know, so. Yeah, um,
2: I'm I'm really happy we had them all.
1: Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't something I heard on Stretch and Bob, it had to have something that caught you on the sticker.
2: Bob, there it is. I-
1: you know, right. either either a great sticker on the cover or, like, really good artwork. But if it was Nicole too song. good, it
2: yeah, like it commercial.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, really good. Right. But but are, I'm, I'm really glad good. we were able to get those guys on. I thought they offered a lot of good insight on sort of building a self-contained unit that's, like, fully collaborative. Like, it's a, a completely collaborative crew there's right, like, the, you know, there's friendly competition, but there's not like, you know, competition to outshine each other. It's just to like lift. No, each like they sharing MC duties,
2: yeah. they're, they're helping to do. I didn't know they all helped in the production, so like,
1: yeah,
2: Bugs probably grab the sample or whatever. But we're yeah. gonna get yeah. into um, favorite verses. I got one that sticks out for me. Yo. Okay. What do you the, got? Um, that joint on there, we be foolish out. My hood name Boogs. Okay. Um, first verse. It's crazy. He, snapping for first verse. Ken is so good. He's snap. I'm getting him on. I'm not playing. Yeah. He's no, he's snapping. got the ill style. He's snapping again. Their voices are so so impressive to me. And, so um, pretty, And he's
1: like, got like the crazy ill like swagger that underground kids didn't really have back then.
2: You kind of had you know to have I mean? it coming in though. You see, he you know like yeah. like um yeah I said it would seem so natural for Ken. He probably was just yeah. flying with his pen, You know. Yeah. And um definitely I'm I'm gonna try to get him on something because I think that'll be fine.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Who was yours? What's your verse? You said you got one. Uh, Yeah, the, the first verse on a hood named Books, the song. Okay, cool.
8: With me as I slide through the hood, all the lava's motherfuckers call me tiger books. Yo, I rest up and Brighton beach. And you never see me talk to police. So you know from jump that book ain't a snitch. All I wanna do is live good and be rich. Probably go to Hollywood, do a couple of flicks, then I'm right back in the hood, guzzling licks. All my life I had trouble with chicks. I never wife them, I just buns them and split. Bye-bye. My relationship's a few months, that's it. I might settle down when I'm 106. Damn. But for right now, I'ma live life to the fullest. Until that day, God strike me with bullets. Open your eyes you yeah, so you can Yeah,
1: so so for me, the, I got two favorite Ken ones. The first one is is kind of like a no-brainer. It's his introduction to the world verse on um, Glass Bottom Boat.
7: Mm-hmm.
1: This year where it's like, we be in the mix, it's time to build with rhymes and swell skills to keep your mind swelled, design lines with logic, the objects that the gods get styles from the burbs to the project. Universally, my verse will be touching kids from nursery to universities. You heard of me. Boogaloo, coming off like burglary. Personally, I murder yeah, trees and leave my eyes burgundy. burgundy word to me. to me. So keep the matters in action. is waxing. Definite satisfaction.
8: Heads be faking Jacksons like Janet. Or Doc Rocks planets like Bam Brida. The man gotta get a sham hotter than an enchilada. No dicks, I blow wigs. With the flow so big to show kids are demonstrating how I'm lacing the nation. Make a power move like Aunt Mason. A racing crowd with the mics I'm embracing Beat the situation that you're facing The Foolish Empire Words, The schwa can't sire Oh yeah, bless, drop a gin, sapphire
1: oh God damn so man. Yeah,
3: man
2: That's great, and, man
1: And then he has another one on this um <coughs> This project with a group called The Next Men And it's from an yeah. album amongst the madness The song's called Buck Foolish Well, when yeah, you that's this one real quick it's like no need for introduction once Ken is clutching the mic starts busting lines over percussion temper tantrums lead to random temple touching adrenaline rushing next man production son it ain't nothing for me to get up in the lab write this with, ver- with virgin tightness i know was from the urban like this. Spike hits who got nerves to bite this. My words are priceless and so decisive. I'm point like an ice pick. You can't deny this. I'm one of the largest kids to apply this. Get gone provided. So I decided to grab the mic like dynamite and ignite it. The BK and UK together united. We're doing it up, yo, and I'm so excited. Like the point the sisters and I just can't hide it. <laughs> so who <kicks> the- <laughs> He has like pockets that nobody has. It's just like, that's, uh, that's, hey, yeah. it's almost like falling downstairs. You know what I mean? It's like, and he's just oh, gonna keep ba-dum, rolling ba-dum, right, ba-dum, ba-dum, and it keeps rolling
2: yeah. And yes, yes, your style was ill too. I, my, I forgot. I wanted to ask him what was the science on his name, the Poe D. Okay, but um, maybe well, another Poe
1: D. His his real name is Ed.
2: Okay, so then that's how that goes. Yeah,
1: so it's, you know, like the poet Ed.
2: Right. Is it, okay. That's the way I
1: always took it. That's pretty much my understanding. That
2: probably makes sense. It no, but true. the beats, they—they they, I, I couldn't find one 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 semi beat amongst them. Oh, it, yeah, right? no, not gonna, at all. Yeah, so that was tight. I'm glad we got to talk about subconscious. Yeah, so I think it's going to be tight.
1: Yeah, I think so. Do you want to drop any yish verses, or...?
2: Yeah, I just don't know none. I mean... Like the stuff off that EP was real powerful. It's him and his yeah. first. Um, let me see. I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah. There he is. There he is on Box
6: of tapes, All City Kings. I don't know, have it on. Uh...
1: Yeah, I mean, if you want me to jump in first, I could jump in.
2: Yeah. Um, no, I think I'll. Oh, the. Um, <laughs> his joint on the essence. On dynamics, syncopation. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was listening to that earlier. I really like that. Yeah. so good job.
1: Yeah, I really like. I mean, you know, I like all of, of yishwas shit, but one that really stands out to me is like um, the shit that he did with um, T.J. Ellie and yeah. Shannon Buggs. The shit with like him, Pumpkinhead, and Jay Treads. They on a song get... together. Yeah, yeah, they did a song together oh called God. "Truly Gifted" Ones.
2: Oh there it is. Let me see. Hold on. That's uh, I got yeah. that one. Oh word, that's yeah. the that's the joint that pop right up.
1: Yeah, so he, there it is. he kills it. He comes off. Check it
2: out, yo. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh but so, no, yeah, we're
3: gonna drop that. Out, okay.
1: Yeah, I dropped that it out, yo. Let's take Stop. it from the top. If you the pole. I'm here to rock. Hit a bop, domes, I'm known on your block. From here to Stockholm, I've shown I can rock. So I'm knowing what I drop is prone to yeah, get cops. Stop. On microphones, I'm blowing up the spot with written rhymes. Rather than
3: going off the top, son, I'm getting mines. By all means mess, I'm not letting time fly. All dreams rest, cause control over words like this only occurs, I guess. Once every, mm. well, I don't know, but with the flow to uplift, worrying about time. What? Really doesn't make much sense All I know, I'm obligated To drop a style you might have waited A little too long for the lip to pour Rip-roaring rhymes The mind keeps stored Forth-forth to you Every time I record I'll be bored in my crib Thinking of ways to amaze On a page, on a stage
1: one yeah, race. I, mean, I think everybody really does need to check out. Um, careless. you know, the whole crew is so um, they did a really cool thing with With their labels, um Headbop
2: music, yeah,
1: which, music. You know, music, which put out, you know, like to me one of the most iconic three-song EPs of all time, which is the Subcon record, which is just fucking bananas.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a
2: serious piece of work.
1: Yeah, really and then the the uh, the, the Jedi single that he mentioned, which is really good too. I still pump that pretty regularly. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll drop all these throughout the... We'll sprinkle it throughout the episode. So yeah, no, out.
2: I think it's going to sound great. And I think um, it will give it, the listeners a chance to really open their eyes for a, a great crew. Really
1: yeah. A diverse style. Have a good right, night, man. last so, You so. as well. Peace right. out. Peace.